This is the National Medicine Symposium from the Canberra National Convention Centre. Another guest for the National Medicine Symposium 2018 is uh, Sarah Din from the New South Wales Therapeutic Advisory Group, uh, Quality Use of Medicines Project Officer. And one of our lightning talks at the symposium, uh, Clinical Innovations, but this one, Improving Metabolic Monitoring of Hospitalised Patients Taking Regular Antipsychotic Medications, the Need for Local and Global Interventions. Sarah, thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. What an interesting job you have, and apart from what you do, you also work in emergency at Manly Hospital. That's correct, yep. Now, we know that there's so many problems with emergency departments all around the country. How hard is it for you to deal with those things? Uh, I think I'm pretty lucky to work at Manly Hospital. It's actually a very nice um, hospital to work for. It's actually known as a happy hospital. So coming to work, everyone's got quite a team environment. So when it does get busy, everyone kind of helps each other out. Um, it doesn't matter which discipline you're from, but, you know, if you see someone needing help, you just pop over and say, you know, do you want a hand or anything like that? So, um, you know, as demanding as departments can be, they're... Um, at Manly Hospital, the, the ED department is quite, yeah, um, the teamwork is great, it's fantastic. Let's talk about your, the, the, the subject you're dealing with here at the symposium, and you can share with everybody listening to our post today, on the antipsychotic side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much of that is a problem in emergency? Yeah, so we definitely have, um, there's a lot of um, admissions to the department that are mental health related. Um, we do have a specialist unit for that that obviously have specialised care that they can provide to those patients Um, and in terms of I guess what I'm talking about today is trying to raise awareness to um, some of the care that we provide to them and how we can I guess optimise that and make it better. So they're a vulnerable population and um, unfortunately their you know life expectancy is poorer according to a lot of studies and we're just trying to address that you know that large disparity in care. Is this your first symposium? This is my first symposium. And how has it been for you? A great networking opportunity. Oh, yeah, definitely a great networking opportunity. And um, the executive officer, so my boss, Sasha Bennett, um, knows a lot of people around here, so it's really um, nice of her to introduce me to everyone. And it's definitely um, a great place to meet a lot of diverse uh, range of people. Well, there's plenty of those around, (laughs) all different faculties, all different um, um, uh, parts of medicine and pharmacology. Um, What do you hope to take away from it? I think um, so far I've taken away, I've quite inspired, so um, from today I'm hoping to take away, you know, the different aspects of everyone's innovative project ideas and I guess how we can use bits and pieces of everyone's work to try and make, um, I guess, some of the work that I'm doing even better. Lightning talk, very, very, that's why it's called lightning talk, you don't get much time. <laughs> no, no, it's only five minutes and I think I'm clocking on five minutes and 30 seconds, so <laughs> hopefully they don't cut me off. There'll be no hook coming out to pull you out. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> but um, there will be opportunities for questions and I'm hoping that um, I'll be contacted by people who might be interested because um, what I'll be talking about is a multi-site study that we've completed phase one for um, and there's some sites doing phase two and we are looking to um, get the phase three results and then we'll actually hopefully continue the auditing so plenty of opportunity for other, other sites to join. What do you love about your profession? Um, so I am a pharmacist in terms of background, um, but I really like the patient contact that I get um, and just being able to sit down and take the time to explain patients' medicines to them. Um, and I'm quite interested in health literacy as well, so um, making sure I encompass all those principles to you know, explain their medicines as well and always making sure I'm available you know, and open to any questions they might have. So, yeah. 
and, and trying to get more involvement from a patient? Yeah, definitely. I think I try and make sure that um, you know, I'm quite open in the way I interact with them so that way they've got plenty of opportunities to think about questions they might have and um, you know, try and empower them to, I guess, um, ask questions or if they've got doubts about their quest- uh, medicines or if they want to know about side effects, just making sure they have the ad- adequate opportunity to ask. Now, reading about you, I see um, we've just been touching on this, uh, patient-directed interactive e-learning module. Oh, yes. I have my fingers in many, many um, pies, if you want to say. Um, and my previous workplace was actually in Melbourne at the Royal Melbourne Hospital, um, and I helped develop uh, patient e-learning modules. And they're essentially interactive, um, internet-based modules where patients can, you know, they'll have quiz questions, there'll be animated videos, there'll be uh, animated activities such as drag and drop, you know, tablets into a little medicine cup um, and that was to do with educating them about medicines after certain like major conditions that have standard treatment such as you know heart attack after a patient has a heart attack there's a set of five medications they need to be um, prescribed and most likely take most of them lifelong so often you know there's patients who've never had medicines before and so they get sent home with these five brand new ones that they most likely have to take forever and it's a lot to take in. So we, we acknowledge that patients um, don't necessarily absorb everything in hospital and different methods of learning is quite um, useful. So it's something that um, we help develop so that way they can access it in hospital, at home, show their family, carers and things like that. So it's still in the early phases um, and hopefully um, it can roll, be rolled out to other hospitals um, as well. So currently only used within Royal Melbourne, but they're working on how they can you know, work out a way to get access to other hospitals and other patients everywhere. And how does that stand on the, on the global stage? Um, I think it's in terms of e-learning directed at patients, there's not, I don't think there's actually anything out there. Um, there's a lot of e-learning towards staff training like you know fire training hand hygiene but in terms of what we can show patients electronically like on an ipad or a laptop um, that's internet based there's actually not much out there so it's still um, quite new Um, there's a lot of videos patients can watch but not necessarily anything that will engage them and so they're not just sitting there watching the thing and then falling asleep this is requiring them to progress to certain phases and I mean they can progress anyway if they don't get the answer right but it's just encouraging them to learn more about their medicines in a different way and when everyone's so hands-on now with their tablets there all their electronic devices it's great to embrace yeah it definitely has a lot of potential for you know um you know, hopefully in the future, patients will have bedside computers and it's something they can access, um, you know, at their convenience because whenever we go to speak to them, it's not necessarily at their convenience. They might not be in the right um, frame of mind or they might be having lunch or something. So this is something that can access um, at any stage, you know, whenever it's convenient for them and they can actually look at it for 10 minutes and come back to it at a later stage. Well, the theme of the symposium is the future is now. That's part of the future and yeah. maybe part of the future is not a computer beside the bed but maybe a robot. Yeah, that could. <laughs> there's definitely already robots in action. You know, I know a lot of some pharmacy departments are um, getting robots to help you know, with the medicine dispensing process so that pharmacists have time to do other clinical activities. Um, but definitely a scary but hopefully um, innovative uh, technology that can be used to help you know, healthcare be more effective. You are the real Sarah Din, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to confirm that in the lightning talk, all the nerves. <laughs> Thank you so much and good luck for your lightning talk today. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.